Hey, good morning. It's uh, Monday morning. I hope you are well today and had a great weekend. I know that I, that I did. We had an awesome weekend at church. We were had a baptism, um, had a great, great crowd in uh, 11 o'clock worship. Excited about some things we're going to announce this week regarding worship in the coming days at St. Matthew's. So it, uh, God's good. God is uh, is very, very good. So today we're going to be reading uh, in our morning devotional. Uh, just get ready because um, our New Testament, one of our New Testament, our New Testament suggested readings for the next few weeks are going to be out of the book of, Rome, book of Romans. So just get ready because we're going to be doing a lot of Romans the next few weeks. I'm in a, a Friday morning Bible study that we are currently studying Romans. So um, just get ready. We're going to be here. We, I don't know if we're going to do Romans every morning. We're going to do a, we're going to do a lot of Romans the next uh, next few weeks. So just uh, hope you're hope you're ready. We're doing Ro- Romans is the the New Testament lesson, and um, John is the Gospel lesson. So just I don't know what to tell you. We're going to be we're going to be, we're going to be ping ponging a lot between Romans and John the next uh, next few weeks. So anyway, uh, today uh, in Romans, um, I want to read to you from. Um, We'll read um, verses 8. This is Romans 1. We'll read read 8 through 12. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, because your faith is proclaimed throughout the world. For God, whom I serve with his Son, is my witness that without ceasing I remember you always in my prayers, asking that by God's will I may somehow at last succeed in coming to you. For I'm longing to see you, so that I may share with you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, or rather, so that we may mutually encourage each other's faith, both yours and mine. Um, Romans 1 is Paul's great work of theology. Um, it's, it's, Romans 1 is basically, it's his cover letter. Uh, he, Rome is the capital of the Roman Empire, obviously. And so the church in Rome is a very prominent church. And Paul, thus far in his ministry and his life, has not been able to make it to Rome. So he is now preparing to come to Rome, uh, not just on a relaxing uh, jaunt, but he's in the custody of the Roman Empire as he has now appealed his case that we see in Acts all the way to Caesar. And as a Roman citizen, Paul's entitled to be able to come to Rome and appeal his case directly to Caesar. Roman captivity, a Roman imprisonment, especially for a Roman citizen like Paul, would have been a um, um, lenient, probably not the right word, but a much a much more relaxed prison environment. And when he came to Rome, he would be able to have 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 guests uh, receive him. He would have been able he would have been able to have been in communication with Christians. He could have received Christians. He could have gone to Christians. So. Paul knows that as he is going to Rome, he is going to have the chance to correspond and meet with the Christians in Rome. And the church in Rome is incredibly, incredibly important because it's the heart. Rome is the heartbeat of the empire. The empire is rules all the basically for Paul all the known world. Um, so a strong church in Rome would be a church that could really change the world for the good news of Jesus. So. He, but, and they've heard of Paul. They know of his ministry and his mission, but they don't really know him. He's not, as he said, he's not been there yet. He's not been to him before. So now he's getting ready to come to them. So basically, this the book of Romans is a an introductory letter, if you will. Um, many of his other letters that he writes are um, personal or relational. Um, the church, the the Corinthians, are churches he formed. 
um, the pastoral letters, uh, Galatians, uh, well, the, uh, the other the other pastoral, the other letters like Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, those are churches he formed. Thessalonians, same thing. Then your personal letters like Timothy and Titus, those are people that he is in relationship with. Most of Paul's letters are relational in some aspect. That's why he's kind of um, in Corinthians. He's kind of kind of blunt at times, saying, "Hey, you want me to come to you with a whip? I will." You know, behave yourself. I'm you gotta get a whooping, basically. I'm fixing to put you in time out. He doesn't if if you read Romans, he has a much more of a um respectful, I guess is the term, and I would say intellectual term. Uh, Paul's always smart. But Paul throughout the book of Romans is showing you his intellectual chops. He's showing you that he's a pretty smart fellow. And that um this prominent church in Rome would do well to receive him and to listen to him, and he wants to he wants to impress them. Um, this is almost like a, a preacher uh, preaching his or her first Sunday in a new church. You want to show them. You want to show them what you're about and what you believe and and what you're good at. Um, nobody wants to preach a dud their first Sunday at a new church. So Paul's making sure he's not he's not preaching a dud as he comes to Rome. So that's that's kind of the background of Romans. Uh, but the passage I really liked in today's reading was verse. Um, Verse 12, for he's talking about how he hasn't been able to come there yet. He's been prevented. But then he says, um, well, I'll start with verse 11. For I'm longing to see you, that I may share with you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, or rather, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. Um, I love that verse. Uh, we need to be mutually encouraged by each other. Um, I hope that I hope that today, each day through these devotionals, uh, you, you'll notice sometimes I'll miss I'll miss a Thursday or a Friday depending on um, how things are going. But uh, I try to be as consistent as possible, and hoping to continue. I'm hoping to get a little bit more consistent in the days to come. But I hope these um, I hope these devotionals are a, 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 a gift of encouragement to you each morning. Um, I know that I'm encouraged by hearing from you and talking to you about about our reflections and our devotionals. Um, we need the encouragement that comes from each other. Our Christian life is not meant to be lived alone. Uh, and our world often seems very cold and very harsh and very angry at times. Um, and we need the encouragement that comes from each other. I, I love what Paul says in Philemon, uh, one of his more personal letters later in the Bible, where uh he says, always be active in sharing your faith that you may be reminded of what a good thing you have in Christ Jesus. Um, we sometimes, in a world that does seem cold and does seem angry and does seem at each other's throat at all times, we do need each other. And we need the encouragement that we can receive from each other. Um, I think especially right now with even though things are getting closer to normal, we're not there yet. We still have some a lot of abnormalities left. We're not quite out the woods yet. Um, with social media always on fire, with the news always on fire, with our world seeming literally or metaphorically to always be on fire, we need some encouragement. We need some encouragement. And I frankly think that's one of the one of the one of the main jobs of 
of us as Christians, especially for each other, but even for the world. I always say there needs to be at least one place in your life that doesn't kick you in the throat. And I always hope that's church. Paul wants to come to Rome and to encourage them, to encourage their faith, to encourage their hope, to encourage them. And we need that. We need people to encourage us. Because if the road's too hard and we feel like we're walking it alone and nobody cares, then we'll just quit walking. We'll just give up. And this morning what I want you to hear is this. Yes, I want you to be encouraged today by your, this devotional, by this reflection, and be encouraged by the fact there's a God who loves you. There's a God who loves you more than your mind can fathom. Be encouraged by that. If you're in a storm, it's not going to go on forever. It's not. It may feel like it, but it's not. You're going to get through this. Yea, though I walk the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thou rod and thy staff, they comfort me. It's, you're you're going to make it through this. You are. You may not feel like it, but you are. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. I want you to hear that. But I want you also to hear that today there's somebody who's going to need to hear that same thing from you. You're going to meet somebody today who's going to need the encouragement that you can give. Your job is not just to receive encouragement. But your job is to give encouragement. Paul says we may be mutually encouraged by this. So yeah, I want you to be encouraged right now. I do. I want you to be encouraged. But I want you also to encourage somebody else. Because that's what we're about. As St. Francis said, it's the giving we receive. It's in the pardoning we're pardoned. And dying we're born again to life. So let's be mutually encouraged. Let's receive encouragement from each other. But let's give encouragement to each other. Because that's what our world needs. Hey, love you guys. Pray for you today. Be encouraged. Hope you have a great Monday. And I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Have a great day. See ya.